The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon on the and good morning on the West Coast. I'm Patricia Raskin, Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We have a great program for you today. My guest is Michael Jacko, who served as a Navy SEAL for 24 years prior to his retirement in December of 2002. Following his departure from the military, Jacko founded a training organization that teaches participants tactical awareness skills. He also performs contract security work often protecting government officials overseas. Jacko resides in Elgin, South Carolina with his wife and children, and you can log on to michaeljacko.com. His brand-new book, The Intuitive Warrior, Lessons from a Navy SEAL on Unleashing Your Hidden Potential, is where Michael describes how you can use these challenges that he faced in military in combating and aligning his body and mind with how we can face challenges in our own lives. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Patricia. Good to be with you. Good. You know, you are in or were in one of the toughest, most demanding branches of the service. I mean, you have to be very fit. You have to be able to put up with some and handle some very strenuous physical, mental challenges, and I'm sure emotional challenges, too. Yeah, why did very, you... Uh, why did, go ahead. Yes, it was, it was very challenging being a Navy SEAL. It was uh, very rewarding, too. What made you want to do this? Uh, since I was a little kid, I, around five years old, I saw the movie Frogmen, and uh, it just really inspired me to become a, a Navy SEAL. I was uh, a little fish in the water that young of an age and really wanted to go out there and do that. Mm, amazing. So, you know, how do you, how do you start to apply these lessons you know, to train. So, for example, if we look at the body, mind, and spirit, how can we start to train ourselves like a Navy SEAL? Of course, that seems like such a far cry from the kind of training that you had. Yes, everyone actually has the ability to tap into their intuition. It's a part of who we are. And I was just lucky over a period of time working with extremely uh, just amazing people who uh, tap into their abilities well as my own. And uh, when I wrote the book, I wanted to uh, inspire other people to tap into their own abilities as well. Yeah. And so what are some things people can do? And I want to start with the mental, because I'm going to tell you something that happens for me, and I know I'm not alone, is many times we let our mind control us. So we're focusing on something, and then our mind wanders. Now, I'm sure that in the work you did, if your mind wandered, it could cost you your life. 
<laughs> but what could we, what can we do to help that? Uh, the little things that we get, like uh, maybe sometime uh, someone, we're thinking of our loved one, and the phone rings, and it's our loved one. That's, that's the intuition's coming through. Uh, it, it happened for me that I started to tap into it uh, in a combat situation, but of course, anyone can tap into it at any time. For me, it, it worked really good because it saved my life and the lives of my teammates. But uh, as far as developing your intuition yourself, it can enhance every aspect of your life. Once I started doing it for myself, I just transferred it into everything in my life, and it was amazing the, the response that happened to everything I do. Mm. So what suggestions do you have for people to control that chatter and to really focus and to stay focused? For me, it was a, it was a discipline. Uh, working out really hard really helped me to uh, focus myself. I was an uh, athlete in high school, and I wanted to transfer that, that athletic ability, that discipline, into uh, something greater, and that's, that's another thing that inspired me to join the team. Uh, other things that people can do is, uh, you know, doing discipline themselves, uh, you know, doing the workouts. Uh, everyone should be doing some kind of physical activity every day. That, that was what inspired me, but other things that can inspire you is uh, nature. I get out into uh, nature, uh, swimming, uh, kayaking. Uh, I'm getting ready to go on the uh, Whitewater River rafting trip down to Colorado. These things going out in nature help to uh, tap us into that, that intuitive state as well. An intuitive state is basically a, a brainwave patterning our uh, alpha state. Normally in our normal day world, we're looking at a computer or uh, you know, doing some kind of physical activity that really focuses our attention. By getting out in nature, that opens us up to these uh, creative abilities that are natural nature. Yeah, yeah. So when you are, you know, in the kind of work that you did as a Navy SEAL, would you find that it's easier for you to concentrate and focus because of the training you had? Your mind doesn't wander as much as someone else's mind may who has not had that kind of training? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, the Navy SEAL experience was definitely a, a focusing event for me. Uh, it became even more crucial in combat situations. The uh, ability to you know, focus your, on what's going on around you is very important in a, in a combat situation, and uh, I, that was one of the things I also wanted to relay in the book. Anyone can uh, focus their mind and use these abilities and tap into uh, the intuitive state. Right. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about using our emotions as a catalyst for greatness and harnessing our feelings. There had to be many times in your work as a Navy SEAL where you were afraid. The question is, were you allowed to even feel your fear? So answer that one and then tell us how we can work with our emotions. Uh, one, one thing that I worked on uh, when I was in Navy SEAL, I started the first hand-to-hand program for the Navy SEAL teams, and that helped me develop uh, the ability to see beyond fear. Uh, fear is an emotion that that uh, comes into everyone's life. Learning how to deal with fear and not necessarily pushing it, but letting it pass through was the major turning point in my career and took me to a different level. Uh, so another uh, ways that people can tap into uh, this, this ability is through uh, martial arts. 
the martial arts pushed me to a great level, and I was able to actually go into these states, these higher mental uh, states, where I transferred that to a combat situation where I was able to actually know an attack was going to happen before they did. So these intuitive states are very important for not only uh, military people, but also for just the average person. I mean, I've, I've had these, these intuitions uh, before I uh, moved out in traffic. I was like one of those, I had one of those, don't do it, and it kind of like just stay there for a second, and then a, a car got hit by a big old truck. So, I mean, I've, heard, I've talked to many people that have had these. We, we have many instances of people that uh, didn't make their flights on 9-11, had something, uh, I don't need to make this flight, and, you know, we hear all these stories. So intuitions can be not only valuable, valuable for a Navy SEAL or someone in combat, but also every, in everyone's life. And I'm sure that um, as a Navy SEAL you had to use your instinct and intuition all the time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like I said before, I had many examples of uh, people that were uh, able to tap into these amazing intuitive abilities, and they were great examples for me. Other things that uh, that I learned as far as the emotional response, learning to, as I said, allow those those fears to just pass through me. Of course, like they're they're always going to be part of your life, but instead of getting wrapped up in focusing your thoughts on the fear, I focus on what I want to accomplish. And, uh, I mean, I've been in situations where people were shooting at me, mortaring me, and stuff like that, and I was able to go into these higher states of, of awareness, of consciousness, intuition, and uh, be able to function through them, whereas I could see other people would freeze up that uh, didn't have the kind of training or didn't have the kind of uh, awareness of their intuitive abilities. Yeah, absolutely. All right, there's some other things here about your military training. You write about eight ways that your training can enhance your everyday life. What are they? Um, several things that you can do is uh, um, focus on being uh, physically fit, like I said. Um, other things you can do are uh, the intuitive uh, things that come up during your day, the phone calls that you get, or maybe you're thinking of a friend and your friend shows up. Those kind of things uh, help, you, help to uh, tap into that. Uh, other things that I would do is uh, focus on teamwork. Learning to work with other people is, is very, very important. Um, if, if you can't work with other people, then you you, you can't function as, uh, you know, in these higher states of consciousness. So being able to uh, work with other people, those are some of the things. Well, I think that and the team, you know, in so many interviews I do, we talk about the team. You just can't do it alone. You need a group of people around you. And in your training as a SEAL, didn't you learn how to be part of a team? Oh, that's very important. Uh, One of the things that when I was an instructor in uh, the Navy uh, SEAL training, that was the major thing that we got guys to function to focus on. Uh, We're all individual. uh, There's there's no problem with your individual desires and, and intents. But when it comes to uh, a team environment, you really have to go to a different level. And uh, we really focused on making everyone, uh, you know, focus as a team, uh, whether it's uh, rowing a boat, whether it's, uh, you know, swimming underwater with a, with a group of guys uh, to different points on the water, whether it's setting up demolition charges, whether it's shooting in combat, all these different things, you know, you have mm. to be able to work as a team. How long were you a SEAL? 24 years. Twenty-four years. Yes. 
Wow. That's a very long time. Yeah, it was, it was very exciting. Uh, the We have a, a, a steel team called Steel Team 6. Basically, it's the, the pinnacle of, of being a steel, the tier one, uh, kind of like that most people understand Delta, Army Delta. Mm-hmm. It's equipped with Army Delta, so I, I made it to that level. And uh, other things that I did was started the hand-to-hand program, climbing courses. I had a lot of freedom when I was in the team, so it was really, really rewarding. Mm. Did you have, share with us, if you would, an experience that you might have written in your book um, of danger that you were in where you used that gut instinct and that intuition and it it saved you? Yeah, I have have a lot of those in the book. There was uh, a time where I was predicting attacks that were happening a week out. Uh, A lot of the guys I work with now know that I have this ability, so they're always asking me, you feel any attacks coming, please let us know. So I uh, I knew that attack was coming on this certain road in a certain day. And I told the guys I was working with, stay off this road during this day. And sure enough, uh, the time and, the, and the, the day and the place, there was a big attack. There was uh, several um, suicide vest bombers that came in and hit this one area. So they're all, like, amazed. And none of these guys have experienced anyone that, could ha- that had this intuitive ability. So they were like, wow, do you have any other things coming up? And I said, yes, and a week from now, on this road, and this, and it was close to the, the consulate that I was actually working at, I said that there will be another attack. There's going to be two explosions. Uh, there will be a guy in a, two guys in a truck coming up to this one building and blowing it off close to our, our location. We need to stay out of this area. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, something happened. The uh, a car bomber or truck bomber actually came in and hit this, this one building and just destroyed it. So, yeah, it, it's happening over and over again. I've gotten to the point now where I can actually influence the attack. By, uh, I talk about this in the first chapter of my book. I had this experience to snap a bottle of love, and this stopped this attack from happening. And from that point on, I started using it in all these places that I go to now. And I, I'm in all this. Afghanistan, Iraq, sometimes in Pakistan. So in all these places, I can send out this thought of love. And this is scientifically um, uh, evidenced uh, event that's happened many times and been studied. It's called the Maharishi effect. You can actually look up this information online. And it talks about over the last few years, uh, this group has done meditations, gone into combat areas, actually in um, I think uh, in Israel just recently, and I uh, stopped a major assault that was happening there. So, document evidence, scientific proof, it can happen, mm-hmm. and it does happen. And I've been doing it for through meditation and prayer and focus. Absolutely, yes. Well, I I have to tell you, um, I interviewed a woman by the name of Lynn McCalgert. Lynn is very famous. She's in London, and she wrote a book called The Intention Experiment. Oh yeah. It's exactly. Do you know about this book? Yes, I actually mentioned in my book. Yeah, it's fabulous, fabulous book. I love that information. It's fabulous. And basically what she talks about is that she, they did an experiment. This is just one of them, where they, they took a leaf and tore it, and they asked people from around the world to visualize that leaf repairing itself, and it did. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing uh, what we can do with our minds. Our minds are incredible. But, but here's the question, Michael, and this is um, it's a tough question because on one hand, you're protecting our country and you're doing one of the toughest jobs and one of the most strenuous and rigorous jobs, which is very enviable in terms of the skill level that it requires for our country. But that's one hand. And at the same time, you're also killing people. How do you see that? How do you how do you reconcile that? Well, it's for me. It's it's been uh, it's been amazing. I, I have not actually killed anyone, and uh, my it's been 31 years now. Uh, 24 as a Navy SEAL, and over seven years now as a security contractor. I've just been fortunate not to. I've been in combat situations. I've had to actually shoot at people. I've had my team, you know, shoot mortars back at people. They were either wounded, fortunately, or they were not hit, and we weren't hit. Wow. So it's been kind of. So you a, were fortunate then. Yes, but I would, if you know, I was put in the position where I it was my life or something else, there would have been no problem. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I would have to do that. How do you balance? How does someone in your position balance family with this kind of work? You know, because thinking about that, you know, your family could be thinking, and it's very true, that you may or may not come back. We don't know that. Right. Well, like, you, like, like we were talking about, uh, prayer is very, very beneficial. It, uh, it can make a difference, not only to help others in, uh, in the line of combat, or, uh, but it also gives you clarity of mind and, and uh, peace. I think my family has been doing that for, you know, the whole time I've been, uh, you know, maybe sealed and also uh, involved uh, overseas and protecting others. Mm. I think that helps a lot. Uh, there's a lot of families, unfortunately, that have, uh, you know, problems with their loved ones going away for long periods of time. It really takes a strong uh, group of people, and communication is always important. Mm. When, I, when I come back from a trip, I spend all my time with my family. It's, I get more quality time with my family in a, in a month than most families probably get a year. It's really got to focus on the family when you're back. Yeah. Now, let's go back over the eight ways that military training can enhance your life. Can you list them? I don't have a list in front of me, but uh, can you, do you have a list in front of you? Or are you just... Uh, I do not think that I do, actually. Let me... Uh, I, you I can just talk website, about some of them. Uh, okay, I talked about the, uh, the, the teamwork... Teamwork is very important. Uh, also, uh, you know, staying the fitness part. Uh, if you're if you're dealing if, if you're with a group of people, sometimes the most junior guy and we we would always uh, do this in the teams. We'd have the most junior guy uh, be in charge. So sometimes you have to be able to humble yourself, and that should not ever be a problem. Humble yourself to let others uh, you know take the rein and, and and run with the ball. So that's uh, that's definitely important. Now, another thing you talk about is being going from a Navy SEAL to a sage in terms right. of, here. you know, you talk about meditation and prayer and intuition. How do you break that military stereotype, Michael? Uh, working with military people, it's, it's, I've been fortunate uh, being in the uh, special forces and uh, working with the, the contract groups that I, that I work with. A lot of these guys are, have a, a more open mindset because of all the things that we've been through. 
becoming uh, enlightened, so to speak, as far as intuition is concerned, has been wonderful for me. It helps keep me and my teams alive. And I've been able to transfer that by example to other people. And uh, over the years, I've been training other people in how to use their intuition, how to tap their intuition, how to get into their intuition. Uh, I think that uh, even over multiple lifetimes, uh, if you're if you're a proponent of reincarnation, you you can see that your your progression to the point where you are right now from from past lives that help you uh, experience what you're experiencing this life. Mm. Very important. So. Let's talk about staying in shape. Now, for, for people as we get older, what would be some of your suggestions, Michael, to stay healthy? Well, this, this, was, this, is, very, this is a good subject. Uh, I've, I've been uh, part of diet. I've dieted. I've worked out, you know, over, well over half my life, you know, in, in a very high level. Some of the stuff that I found out uh, by doing bodybuilding contests this is very important, was diet can be over half of your, your physical shape. Uh, if you don't diet right, you, you just can't even compete in a bodybuilding contest. And I learned that diet is very important in your everyday health. So when we, work, when we talk about working out or physical activity, part of that or even more than half of that should be a very, very good diet. Clean meat, um, good vegetables, fruits, uh, freshest food, uh, food that you can get. And, uh, and then a physical activity, some kind of aerobic activity for a half an hour to an hour, you know, a few times a week, uh, some kind of uh, strenuous activity where you're um, working your muscles that, that keeps the bones developed and dense. I think if you're doing that three to four times a week, then that's going to keep you healthy. You're eating good. You're going to have you're going to have a long life. Very important. Well, but also, and uh, along with that, then of course, is the mental discipline too. Talk about some things that we can do in terms of mental discipline, Michael. Well, the mental discipline, uh, basically creating habits within your life. That's uh, that's all discipline is. Just uh, doing something with a focused mind. Uh, if you do the, do something over and over again, the same thing, you're going to create a habit. Sixteen to twenty-one days creates a habit in anything you do. So if you're eating, if you're watching what you're e- eating, eating healthy, and you do that over a period of time, you know, three. You know, four weeks, then you're going to create that habit and keep that going. Same thing with working out. A lot of people, uh, I, I see the gyms, uh, I've, I've seen this over, you know, all my life. Uh, Monday morning, you know, everybody's in the gym or uh, especially, you know, right after New Year's, uh, there's a lot of people in the gym, but it kind of tapers off after a while. So uh, by Friday night, you know, there's no one in the gym. So I can go in. I, I like to go in the gym Friday night because there's no one in the gym. I can get my workout in really good. So uh, that's that's something you have to do. You have to make the discipline. You have to keep repeating this pattern uh, and make it part of your life. I, I've, uh, you know, since I was in high school, football, soccer, track, and stuff like that, when I was, you know, 13, 14 years old, I've been working out all my life. I'm well, almost 50 years old now. it probably is easier for you because it's just something that's part of your system now. It's probably harder for you not to work out. Is that correct? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. It's it's a great uh, stress reliever. If people just work out just to relieve the stress in their life, yeah. that would and most of, most of the diseases that we have in our lives are a part of stress. So just relieving that stress in their life is, is a great uh, motivator for getting out there and working out. Just walking, you know, just get out there and walk around. So. 
Yeah, very, very much so. What would you encourage your children to go into the military? I, I would encourage them. I, I, if that's something that they really feel impelled to do, uh, at one time, my my son, who's now sixteen, uh, he was just all about going into the SEAL teams, and you know, he kind of pulled away from that. He's he's ended up playing, you know, the guitar now, and you know, dating girls and stuff like that. Uh, high school, so not so much uh, these days, but you know, if that becomes part of his reality in the future. Yeah, the one thing that's very important very powerful, and uh, I'm going to France in March to actually talk to all the Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts in France, uh, they just invited me, is that the younger generation is seeing that through by reading my book that it's very, very powerful what I'm promoting in the book, and that's to tap into the intuition, and you can influence uh, some of these combat zones into peaceful situations. So that's, that's very inspiring to... Uh, to have a lot of people contact me and, and tell me how much it's inspired them. Uh, veterans from different wars have, 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 have contacted me and said that it's just amazing. Uh, they had done some of the stuff I talked about in my, in my book, but they had never been able to talk about it. And now, you know, I bring it to the light, and they're, they're very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. How can people find your book? Uh, they can find it at all the online uh, bookstores. Uh, it's at Barnes and Noble, uh, where the mili- most military bases are. So any any uh, on my website, michaeljaco.com. So it's all over the place, which is great. Do you do workshops as well? I do. Uh, I'm probably going to do an, a brand new workshop series in February. So if people are interested, they can uh, you know stay tuned to the website. Uh, it'll be a weekend workshop: uh, how to develop your intuition. That's incredible. Great. Closing thoughts for us. What would be your message for our listeners today? My message would be that uh, intuition can be part of your life. It can change the world, literally change the world. It can stop, it can stop combat. It has done it. I've proven it. There's a scientific fact about it. And uh, if you pick up my book and read it, you'll, I think you'll be inspired like many, many other people have been. Thank you so much, Michael, for being on the program. The book is The Intuitive Warrior, Lessons from a Navy SEAL on Unleashing Your Hidden Potential by Michael Jacko. And again, you can log on to, and what is the website, Michael? It's michaeljaco.com. Michaeljaco.com. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program, Michael. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Yeah, stay on the line, please, for a minute. Folks, um, this wraps up positive, Patricia Raskin Positive Living for today right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next Monday, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.